following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. What's up, everybody? We're mixing it up here. A little pause there, because this is Lindsey Draper sitting like, in the look, host chair with you looked, Nick Eatman and Dave Hellman. I was like, did we discuss who was hosting? You looked surprised <laughs> by I the I just wanted to make sure your attention was there. I'm here. Now my, my volume's great, everything. What's up, guys? What's up, my dude? Yeah, we're having a fan segment this show, by the way. You okay. guys good with that? Yeah. What the that, fans are going to call in? I'm the boss. Um, they're not going to call in. I've already got questions rolling in on Twitter. You go to my tweet and reply there. Your boy Dave retweeted it as well. So we got lots of questions coming up. Do you guys want to go through really quick? I'm just going to hit on the news of the week. There's like five, six nuggets, and then we can discuss. Whatever you want to do, host. You good? It's season 18 episode. Season 18 episode, whatever Derek says. 175 or something. I don't know. Yeah, let's go. All right, here we go. Newsy hits of the week. Cowboys awarded a fifth round compensatory pick. Woohoo. Um, they'll play in the Hall of Fame game on August 6th against the Steelers. Ed Werder reporting that he is thinking that Amari Cooper is going to get done soon and before Dak Prescott. John Mashota and you. Uh, commenting on the fact that Byron is going to get a monster deal. Big time. Big time deal. We'll, we'll discuss that. Uh, Tony Romo, guys, according to a fan, showed up for jury duty this week in Dallas and took <laughs> photos with everyone there. And it was a quote unquote total sweetheart, even though he was not ultimately selected. Of course he wasn't. <laughs> a Cowboys receiver, our boy Ventel Bryant, uh, arrested on a DUI charge in Tampa. Hmm. John Kitna hired his head coach in Burleson. It's outside of Fort Worth. So he went from high school, pro, back high school. And then uh, we've had some changes in the schedule of the CBA and the tags and this and that. Yeah, about 40 of them. Where do we want to begin? I, geez, I mean, you offered us so many. And I think we should start with John Kitna getting a high school coach. That, okay. No, I'm kidding. I don't want to talk about that at all. Very good, David. Good luck to John. That's awesome. Um, what was the first thing you said? There was something that Compensatory I... Compensatory pick. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, the league finally announced yesterday uh, the Cowboys are going to get pick 179 in exchange for Cole Beasley. And can we just talk about... I, I, I love to see it, and I hope the Cowboys do more of this, because if, if you rewind a year, they trade a six-round pick for Robert Quinn. They get 11 and a half sacks out of mm-hmm. him, and then they just get the pick back because Cole Beasley leaves in free agency. And so... You lose your six, then you immediately get it back be, based on how you operate in free agency. It's the way I've always wanted the Cowboys to operate, not necessarily spending big money, but being willing to commit resources to get guys that can actually help you. Mm-hmm. Like there's a difference between 
you know, signing the bottom of the barrel free agents because you're unwilling to spend in free agency. I get that. You can still commit resources to it. And it's beautiful how well it worked out for the Cowboys. They basically, they got an 11 and a half sack season out of Robert Quinn for basically nothing. Yeah. And if you do it before the draft, at least like they did with Quinn, you know, then because you do it on draft day, I mean, everybody in the room's got a guy that they want there in the fifth round. God, I hope we can take this guy. I hope we can take this guy. And then you trade for someone and it, it, it doesn't ever seem to be have the same luster. But if you do it a little bit beforehand and be, you know going in, we don't have that pick because we just got Robert Quinn, I think it's done differently. And so teams don't always want to do that. But yeah. I think that that was – you're right. That was a huge you know, get for them. Uh, we've seen it both ways. We've seen draft day when they got T- Tavon Austin you know, at, yeah. in the draft or maybe J- Jalil Ward or Jahil um, Wool. Oh, Lord. What's his name? Or maybe G- Jihad Ward. Jihad Ward. But, but they traded for him, right? Yeah, that was, it was a swap. Switzer for Ward. Oh, Mar- Marinelli liked him. and uh, Yeah, they still, and but, then they, they traded a sixth for Tavon Austin. You are right about that. We are seeing more trades, though, and I like that. I, I absolutely like it. It's I think teams are realizing that, you know, they're not – they're valuable, but they're not quite as valuable as people have tried to act like they are. It's just a it's a smart way to try to add talent to your team. But yeah, so they get it back. Cole Beasley, nice season in Buffalo, fifth There's round. A lot pick. going on there. I didn't got, know some of those things. Well, there is, you know, it's a busy week, and next week is going to be even busier with all of the schedule change and this and that. Yeah, that's probably. I mean, that's where we should probably have started because. Next week is going to be absolutely bonkers. Uh, beca- and I'm, I'm sure people are tired of hearing about the CBA and, you know, nobody, football fans, you don't follow football to read legalese. Like, I get that. But uh, it's important and it's wild. Um, the, so Saturday night. Well, the, ta- the tag deadline was supposed to be tomorrow, th- yes. Thursday, March 12th. It is now. The CBA is being voted on. And I think teams expressed their concerns probably teams like the Cowboys and maybe the Titans teams that have several free agents that they're worried about keeping they're saying so the tag deadline is Thursday it doesn't at, make sense the tag deadline's Thursday at 5 and we can tag two guys but then you're going to vote on the CBA on Thursday night or close the voting window I should say and then we might we'll find out if we have one or two like that seems like bs to me and then then what's the what happens if one of the tags gets you know rescinded you, you immediately have to if the cba is approved and you have two guys tagged you immediately have to rescind one and obviously you would rescind the tag that you would put on Amari Cooper for transition the yeah. the cowboys have made it very clear they will tag Dak if they don't have a deal that's priority 1 as it should be so Amari Cooper could be tagged for 5 hours and then they pull it, and he's headed for free agency. So I think enough teams expressed concern about this that they agreed to bump the voting window back, and then they responded to that by bumping the tag deadline back. So now the CBA will be decided on Saturday night. 11.59 p.m. Which, thank God, because I, you know, I was worried they were going to interrupt my St. Patrick's Day plans with the CBA vote. So thank you for that. Uh, and then they're going to – and then so now the tag deadline is Monday at like 5, I think? Yes. Uh, well, mine says noon. Okay. Monday afternoon. Sorry. I yes. must have read the wrong thing. Either way, now you've got 48 hours to formulate a strategy based on what happens. I think Yep. we all probably agree that we think the CBA is going to pass. Yeah. And so – I think so. I think Jerry feels that way. So the Cowboys will have – you know, and you said Ed Werder. That's something that we've kind of heard around here too. Is sure. just that they are working furiously to get Amari Cooper signed. Yeah, whether they do it, we'll see. 
But if he's not signed by Saturday, if the CBA passes, they'll have 48 hours to push for something before they can't tag him anymore. I think that's yeah. Does that does that all make sense? I think that's it. All makes total sense. I'm, You've explained it great. For as much as they've switched it up on us, I mean, this has been from Indy. We were talking with Stephen about these dates and deadlines, and they've continued to change. It reminds me of the Zeke suspension no, appeals. David, it's just no, like I'm like I go back. I hope this makes sense because I'm not a lawyer, and reading the CBA makes my eyes glaze over. Honestly, but that's where we stand. That's where we stand. Where we stand. Schedule happening. So now I want to know, what do you guys, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, those are the main questions. What are we doing with Dak? Do you think Dak is going to wait and see and kind of, Amari, Byron, is it Robert Quinn? Is he in the mix at all? What is going to happen with this? All right. I think uh, if you just had to guess, I mean, I I, I do think that the Cooper deal will be done. Uh, They're not even going to mess with a transition tag. I, don't, I bet they don't ever have to do that. And That'd I think, nice. and I think Dak will get tagged. I just don't think they're going to get done on that. Yeah, it's. I think there's too much at stake there. And honestly, at this point, Dak probably wants them to force their hand. Right? He's he's like, use the tag. Like, if we're not we're not going to get it done anyway, and you're going to tag me, then do it. Like, because the- I'll wait it out. Theoretically, if you could let him hit free agency, and it would be a bonanza, and the Cowboys aren't going to do that. So. I don't see I don't see that happening by Monday afternoon. Yeah. But Amari I could. But my I agree with you. But so it's Wednesday right now. Mm-hmm. So that gives I mean you got about 5 days to get something done is this are we looking like a weekend deal you think or I think yeah I, I think that they've probably got the parameters of it almost ready to go. They just want to see you know how if there's going to be any big shakeups there. Well, and maybe they're waiting for the CBA vote. I mean, maybe that's a situation where the CBA passes late Saturday night and like Sunday morning, they're yeah. like, "All right, we, we know what we're working with. We can put you know pen to paper on this thing." My my question about Robert Quinn is, do they have? Are they going to let him go to free agency and see? I think at this point, his agent probably will want to do that. I just wonder if the if free agent. Uh, period opens up in March on March 18th. Is is he going to be available for a little bit? And is somebody going to throw some money out there at him? Or are they going to try to get him locked up before he ever gets there? I think that's a situation where even if he hits, and you can never fully predict what another. I mean, if another team just comes in with this crazy offer, but he's 30. I think he liked it here. I think he likes the the culture and and living in Dallas. Like he just seemed like a natural were you, fit. Were you sitting at lunch yesterday when he was there? Uh-uh. No, he came in and he was high fiving some people, and it was like, oh, it, you know. First thought was, first thought was like, hey, this is this is good. Like uh, he looks like he's coming back. And then somebody else said, or he could be saying goodbye, and it was like, oh yeah. So there's I, I, so much reading between the lines going on right now, especially at lunch. It's like yeah. who is talking to who? Do you look happy? Do yeah, you look like? Right. Are you getting a lot of food? Like this might be your last trip here. <laughs> Which I mean, guys that have their future up in the air, you don't see them around the building typically. And I'm talking about years of experience doing this. Like if you're if your your if your contract's running out and you might be going somewhere else, like those, like I haven't seen Dak since the season ended. Have you? Right. I haven't but seen Cooper. But why have we apparently seen? But Bi- I have March. not seen Byron. Did you see him yesterday? I have not seen. We've Byron. heard some people in our cube area say they've seen Byron a lot at breakfast. I 
have I not. have yet to see him, but I'm just I'm just if throwing he's, it out there. If he's around, he's keeping a low profile, which mm-hmm. makes sense. Which so my point is like, I don't know, if Robert Quinn's hanging out at lunch. I, I think he really likes it here, and I think he's made his money. Like, he's he's done a huge contract. You know, he was an all-pro when he was with the Rams. And I just think if if the Cowboys make him a reasonable offer, I think he would prefer to be here. That's one of those things where it's like, you might hit free agency, but we feel good about our odds of keeping him. And this is how – sorry, go ahead, Nick. I was just saying, you know, for anybody, if you – you know, just by being here, you still have to clean out your locker. I mean, if, if it's like, oh, well, he's he's here. Well, I mean, he's got stuff here. And th- that doesn't mean he's going to be here. I mean, I'm not sure. talking about anybody in spe- specifically. I just mean that, you know, oh, I saw him today. Well, he's said bye. Producer That's Beam, true. do we trust him? He says he saw Byron at breakfast. Is that For right? whatever it's okay. worth, said he saw him. But this is a perfect example of, of something I'm sure you guys already talked about with Ron Leary. You know, on Twitter, kind oh, of airing his you laundry throw, out. You want to throw that in the news bin, too? Was it? Was it not discussed last week? I'm trying to remember what day we saw that. So Ron Leary's tweeting with everyone, the Dallas media, saying, "Yeah, man, you know, I could, you know, still got my house in Dallas. I could come back." And I feel like that's how you got belts there. Oh, come on! What? Come on! Come on. Fair, fair question. I like I like Leary a lot. I like him at left guard. I think he'd be better than what they have right now. I do too, but at what price? That's always the thing with free agency. Four years, nineteen. I don't know. I don't I, know. I'm just you're I mean, right. I mean, if you you got to pay the quarterback, you got to pay the receiver. Hopefully, you're going to pay Quinn. Hopefully, you're going to you know make some additions on the defense so that you're not holding this thing with duct tape. And then, and when all that's said and done, can you afford to pay like good yeah. veteran money to a guard? No, you, you can't. You honestly. got two left guards on rookie deals. You can't that's, do that, and they have the same name. And you got to see what they can do. Connor Williams, Connor McGovern. You got to see what they can do. Um, I, I, I would bring back Joe Looney. I think yeah. that would be a fair. Or I don't know if Ron Leary has devalued to the point where I could get him for backup money. You know, yeah. come like maybe compete and be a backup guard, or but I don't think that's true. I, I think, think yeah. I think he can sign to be a starter somewhere. Yeah, thirty years old. Is yeah, he? but offensive line, you know, you can sure. play into your thirties on the offensive line. Boy, a lot of the lot of teams that had him off off the board because of his yeah. his knee, and I mean Jerry was so excited when they got him because he he thought that was just going to be a great move, and it was. I mean it, that dude won. I mean he's still playing. What he was he was undrafted in twenty twelve, I think. But it sounds like things aren't going to continue in Denver. So no, yeah. So come on home, Larry. That, that's my point. Is all these guys go on other places and they all keep their houses in Dallas? I mean, there's different reasons for that. I mean, yeah. sure. Uh, there's no state income tax and the weather's it's lovely. Great. Why wouldn't you want to keep the house? Weather's great, here? Yeah. David. The weather is great compared to. Do I mean, you love melting? Compared alive to a lot of places where you could be weather. Dallas weather's fantastic. Sure. So, what else you got? What else is over there? We got a lot of stuff. Should we take our first break? Fine. Let's take our first break. When we come back, guys, it is the long-awaited fan segment. Coming up next on Cowboys Break. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, It's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor! Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. 
Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this, the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. OtterBox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. OtterBox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their elevation tumblers? And OtterBox elevation tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com back to the break we're back here on the break continuing from the swbc mortgage studio derek traveling today Lindsay draper in with nick and dave and it is the fan segment because our fans are the best they've got questions what a suck up they've got pressing questions david Nobody interacts with our fans more than you. No, I you love, love them. To I death. love our fans. You're just say it. You're just. I do. You're just sucking up to them, though. That's I'm not sucking up. It's fine. I love you guys. You know, I love you. There you go. He doesn't know how to show his love all the time. I but don't. We have do, to work with him. I don't do emotions very well. Who are some from Daniel? Who are some non-Cowboys free agents that maybe might have some ties to anyone on the new staff that you could see them kind of targeting or wanting to bring in? Tampering. No thanks. Okay. Uh, Is it? No. Thank you. Not really. Uh, I mean, well, this is boring, but right off the bat, like, I just... I just feel it in my soul that Randall Cobb will be back here again, sure. unless somebody blows him away with a crazy offer. But what again, I think he likes it here. He has a relationship with Mike McCarthy. He played McCarthy well last brought year. it up, right? Like the day he signed his contract, Mike McCarthy brought it Love up. Love to and have again, back again at the combine. Yes, uh, yeah, and, and that's happening. What was the was the question though? Non Cowboys. Sure. Yeah. Any other non-Cowboys? Other players? Agents? There's a. I mean. Um, I mean, it feels reckless, but you just like try to connecting dots. I mean, Mike McCarthy drafted Ha Ha Clinton Dix. The Cowboys could use a safety. I believe he was there when the Packers drafted Demarius Randall too. Guys that have kind, of, you know, they've both had their ups and downs. They've they've you know had big contracts. They've fallen out of favor in places. I think they've both been cut before. Mm-hmm. So. You know, not not guys that are going to just absolutely light the fan base on fire, but there are players McCarthy has history with. Um, Mike Nolan's coached everywhere. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's definitely – there's a handful of guys out there. My thing is just make it make sense financially. That's that's line one of everything right now, and which is it I know almost it's, feels impossible. I know it's annoying, but it's true. I mean – I just I gotta see him. Like Derek brings up Chris Harris every time we do the show, yeah. and I would be really excited about that. But 
that just sounds like a fat stack of cash for the I mean, pie has gotten what, smaller. What is? I, I'm not implying anything here. What is the status with of Hunter Henry? I saw him on the free agent list. Is he the Chargers yeah. guy? Is he going to be like franchise tag? Or, mm-hmm. I don't. Put me on the spot. Sorry, him. I didn't. Know. Yeah, like two weeks ago, I saw something about him. Because I mean, he's not going to hit free agency. I wouldn't think. Wouldn't think he's going to be a guy that's going to be out there. But if he is. I can see the Cowboys being interested there. I just don't know his status. Because he's a good tight ender because where he went to school? Both. Oh, okay. I mean, because and, – and really – I mean, he is a good t- tight end. I'm not trying to be a smart aleck. I mean, it's not like they, they just bring in every Razorback that's ever been here. But um, he's – but is it not a position of need? It is. I mean, it's a position sure. of, of need, and he's a, you know, second-round pick. And I just don't know what, what they're doing with him. It doesn't – Look as though it's a guarantee he's getting tagged. So wow. that'll be interesting to me. Juggling so much right now. I think that would be a that would be a hefty price tag too. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But but I keep going back to I I have no I have no inside knowledge. But like I don't think the Cowboys have a choice but to spend at least a little bit of money. Yeah. Like they're, they're going to do some stuff. There's too many. Like not. I mean, it's not like they need depth. Like they are missing starters. Like six of them on defense, and you can't replace all of that again with like the bargain bin. You know, like well, we brought in Stephen Paya on like a one and a half million dollar deal. Like no way. That's not good enough to address the holes you have. So. I don't know if they're going to be willing to drop money on a Chris Harris or a Hunter Henry, but I think they have to be willing to spend more money than they have been in recent years. I agree. A lot of questions on both Twitter and Periscope about Ron Leary. We'll give it to Alex. Um, if Connor can't take the next step, is Ron Leary the answer? Is it realistic to think that he may end up here? I think it's realistic, but I, you know, like Dave just said, you know, you you've got two young guards right now and you can't pay everybody and I think you drafted them and not not just young guards but guys you drafted in the second and third round so uh, I think I, I don't I don't think that's going to be the case I, yeah. I don't see that happening unless just a sweetheart deal just falls in your lap if, yeah if it's if, it, if it's just too insanely cheap to pass up maybe but you have the two Connors and again you need multiple defensive tackles you need a safety you need multiple cornerbacks you need to bring back Robert Quinn. The Dak and Amari deals go without saying. Like it's just, it's a lot of money now, that needs to be spent to also be signing a veteran guard. Here's how that does work. And we don't know this from what the off, you know, offensive line meetings and offensive, you know, meetings. But like, if they say that Connor Williams is a tackle, maybe they they like him as a swing tackle, and Connor McGovern is a guy that it can play some guard and maybe some center. Um, so then, McGovern Joe, can play some center right. too. So that Joe is, Looney, maybe he's not resigned. That's I where I, that I, that's where I believe that Ron Leary could be a guy that that plays, you know, that comes in and plays at left guard. And I could see that scenario. But if they're still viewing Connor Williams as a guard, then I don't really see a big, you know, signing yeah. there. Which is something we ha- or don't really know at this point with twenty. Three I, just wrote, new I just wrote a story on Connor Williams. I don't know where he's going to play, what he's going to do, but it, he is rehabbing it from an ACL injury. He's been here every day of the off season. He's going to be, you know, I think he's going to be good to go when training camp starts, which could be, is going to be a week earlier than we thought. Now, gentlemen, sure is. Yeah, that's. I mean, we. I guess we didn't touch it on the first segment. Well, we have probably got more fan questions. We've got so many. I mean, should we even ask the Des one? Love California. It's awesome. Keep going. 
Should we even ask the Des question? No. You tired of it? Well, we did like a whole segment on it last week. I mean, I I don't see it. Not a not happening. I'm a big Des fan. I hope he gets a shot in the NFL. I don't see it here. I don't see the fit. You don't like the laying down on the ground catching the ball? <laughs> he seems to be working very diligently. What's that, Rob? It's more about. <laughs> it's about hand strength, Nick. I don't like you. <laughs> it's it, it was a, it was very impressive. I am wondering why they cut it off there at the very end, though. There was one. I, I haven't even seen the video you're talking about. but Beam uh, on headset right now said, we want to see you do it. So maybe we could try that you know, for a segment, throw it on the break next week. No, I mean, I, that, it's, <laughs> In the middle of DeMarcus and Leighton working out. It is out. wonderful, but I mean, I mean, it was very impressive. But for a guy that has question marks on running routes, I mean, that's not what... We don't need, we don't need to, to see, see you catch the we ball. Need I need to moving. see you run over someone, run by them, catch over them, all that kind of stuff. Okay, Cam, though, what are your thoughts on trying to get Bryce Butler back? I, I haven't. Gosh, what? I've been ready to ask this one Why? for you, Dave. Is that a thing? <laughs> Why? There's... This is the fan segment, so what they ask goes. Uh, again, if there's not a spot for Des Bryant, why is there a spot for Bryce Butler? <laughs> no. I don't. I don't like. I don't get why. Like the Cowboys have underachieved relative to the expectations for most of the last like five years. So why are we trying to do this reunion with all these guys that were on those teams? I don't know, like five years later too. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, it was out of the league all last year, right? Yeah. I, I mean, again, let's assume Amari Cooper, uh, let's assume Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and Randall Cobb are all here. Throw in a draft pick. And, you know, and John Vade Johnson's still kicking around and like all those guys are just like, where, where? I've been told Bryant. I mean, he might be too, honestly. I mean, I don't know what's going to deal that's, with that. Yeah, it's too soon to say that. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if they'll outright cut him. I guess we'll have to see what happens with his arrest. But either way, you got your top three. You can draft a guy. What's the fit for these veteran receivers who, again, like don't have a versatile role special. on special teams, all that type of stuff? Right. I don't see it. I don't see it. Our our friend Wayne uh, wants to know if the fact that we're still looking at a Dak and an Amari deal not done and then Byron getting away, what do you guys chalk that up to? He says, is it poor management or how do you how do you get to this point? That's a really good question. And like hindsight is super 2020. But if you're a big fan of Byron Jones, I totally understand where you're coming from, where it's like, well. (laughs) <laughs> maybe they what your face says it all and they're just like maybe they jumped the gun on signing some of these other contracts I mean, jalen smith comes to mind is like well and, and it's hard to say because like jalen came to them they got a discount on him relative to where he was at that point but you know he had a disappointing season and i get why people are like man that money could go toward byron jones and we'd feel a hell of a lot better about it right mm-hmm. now um you know, the Zeke deal is another one. I, I'm not ready. I, and I look, I know there's a huge argument about like the relative value of running backs. I'm not ready to hate on that deal yet because the Cowboys can get out of it after a relatively short amount of time. And by the way, Zeke is awesome. So I'm not ready to hate on that deal. But, you know, they signed three contracts in the summer. And and also, for whatever reason, four? What was the fourth one? Lyle. Lyle, Jalen, D-Long. Lyle oh, was Tank. so well, quiet. That's I guess right. Tank was technically the spring, but you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way. I was thinking in the offseason. That's um, one that was... I ain't, I'm not ready to hate on the Tank deal either. I think Tank's awesome. Um, so I'm out of here yesterday. Yeah. No, he's he's been back for at least a, probably two weeks. Like mm-hmm. I've seen him around for most of the offseason. Um I don't know if it's just mismanagement with Byron Jones. I just don't think it's it's going to be their preference. Do you think they decided that a while back? 
like, hey, we love this guy, but looking at what we have in the future, he's we're not going to You know, this better. reminds me a little bit. I think I told you yesterday about DeMarco Murray. You know, ha- had a really great year in 14. And they were interested in 15. They just kind of had a, a ceiling. They just said, this is where we're going to be with you if you can get more than that. And he did. And as it pr- turned out, it probably, you know, the Cowboys were right on that one because he really didn't have, you know, great years after that. But, you know, I just wonder if they're like, we like Byron Jones, but we, we for, to, for the money he's probably going to get, we want more than that. We want interceptions. We want, sure. you Which- know. Past deflections. I I was arguing with people about this on Twitter this morning. It's it's going to be fascinating because it, that's clearly part of it. Like it, it, yeah, it's not just like they didn't allocate their money the right way. Like they haven't made him a priority this whole time. Like they didn't pick up his option until Chris Richard stepped in and was like, no, this guy can play corner. And and they, you know, he's been the forgotten child this whole time. Like when you talk contracts, his name has never come up. How frustrating will it be or just disappointing oh. or sad when he goes somewhere That's else? Absolutely. Flourishes and, and who does who knows what. And then you wonder with maybe a different st- staff here like what could have been mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't get picks and that's it's i mean that's a big reason of why he won't be resigned here it sounds like and i just wondered we talked about it last week like he he gave up the second fewest passing yards of anybody that was targeted 50 or more times like he is a reliable cover corner uh as was Brandon Carr, but he got beat up in this scheme. He went to Baltimore after having one pick in three seasons and had four in his first year with the Ravens. I don't know if that's going to happen with Byron, but it's going to create a hell of a dialogue if that is the case. Yeah. And even if he doesn't, I don't imagine, like with his athleticism and his professionalism, I can't imagine that he'll go somewhere and just fall off a cliff. Like he will be a productive cover corner. He's too athletic. Yeah, and that and I think that's what this debate is all about is like he might not get picks, but this guy can handle his side of the field for 6 years easy probably. Like I don't see him falling off. And it's just at least for 4 or 5 years. With everyone else they have right now that he can't have a career here. It's it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out. I wonder if any team out there is looking at him as a safety. I got some mailbag questions about that this offseason. I can't imagine that they are. I just He's been so good as a boundary corner. I, I mean, I, and again, I know he doesn't get picks, but 350 yards last year. That's what he gave up in coverage yeah. in 16 games. I just – the thing about it is, is, is what – you know what has killed the Cowboys in the passing game so many times? It just seems like they the tight end just kills them. Yeah. And if you can get in a situation where you know if if he was if you have a really strong coverage uh, from your safety position, you know you can put him on a tight end and you wouldn't feel as bad in some of those mismatches. But I mean, then you're also talking about what happens when the running back gets in the clear and is he the guy that's going to bring him down? I mean, I think he's a willing tackler. Um, he is. He's not, you know, he's not the best, but I mean, as a corner, he's pretty good. So I just wonder if there's anybody thinking that that route for him. Doubt it, though. His agent's probably not going that way because you get more money, obviously, as a corner. So Another question from our buddy Larry, switching gears a little bit here. We got OTAs coming up. We're going to have how many guys in the locker room? A ton. Who is your most just fun guy to talk to, most comical guy in the locker room that you love to just chat with? Joe Looney. Oh, damn. You said Jordan Lewis? No, I said Joe Looney. Same initials. Jordan's a good one, too. Jordan was my pick. He's so, he will talk. I mean, you 
come he's, up to him. He'll he'll chat chat about it. He's hilarious. He's hilarious because he doesn't think he is. Mm-hmm. Joe Looney is trying to be funny, and he is. You know, I mean, it's just he's got he just the way his delivery is. But like Jordan Lewis, he's just like what it, you know. It is, you know, you know, it's just it's like great Twitter follow too. The best Twitter follow. The best Twitter follow. Yeah. He will beef with anyone. He's got time. Oh, every day. Shout out, actually, like shout out my guy Xavier Suafilo too. Uh, yeah. We'll see. You know, it and that this question's bumming me out because two of the three we named might not be here in a month. Um, but he's just a super chill, cool, fun guy to talk to. He's always got good music playing on his Beats pill. Always, yeah. and he he he's not afraid to play whatever. Like I mean, it, no, he'll, he'll throw some. No, he's, Bob Marley, George Strait. He's I got mean, some he's, reggae. He's got some country. He'll play some hip hop. Yeah, he's got it all. So good for him. Shout out Xavier. Shout out Xavier. All right, when we come back, we're going to take another break. I want to talk about the draft process. We won't we won't take Dave's draft show conversations, but how is it going to look with the scouts and a whole new coaching staff? I just want to hear the dynamic of what you think that will be next on Cowboys Break. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay. What's not too Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. The deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this, the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. OtterBox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. OtterBox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their elevation tumblers? And OtterBox elevation tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com back to the break do you think you have what it takes to be a pro dave yeah do you know of a dfw first responder Lindsay? yeah okay the dallas cowboys and caliber collision are hosting the fourth annual heroes day prelims on march 20th at at&t stadium all dfw first responders who sign up will have a chance to compete in nfl style combine drills for the chance to announce a Cowboys pick in the draft. Let's th- th- say that again. You have a chance to announce the Cowboys pick Let's go. in the NFL draft. To that register awesome. today, visit calibercollision.com forward slash Heroes Day From combine. the war room, I'm hearing. That's going to be legit. 
Yeah. Because then if you're doing it right, you can also listen and see what's going on. You you look like you're nervous because you're like trying to get your lines, but really you're hearing this trade talk over here. Everything. That could be You're cool. where everyone wants to be. How cool would it be if you announced a pick and it was like a guy who went on to be great? And, you know, when we make the deep blue about it in 20 years, like you'll be on the deep blue. We. You'll be like, that's nice. me. Oh, geez. Yeah. That's scary. Oh, yes. yes. That's, all right. In five years when we make the deep blue. Like, I don't know. <laughs> we is in all of us? Yeah. yeah. All of us. Cool. All of us. Awesome. You got that, Derek? Okay, cool. Now we're going to talk about the draft because Dave and I had an interesting lunch conversation yesterday. We talked about the turnover of the coaching staff and the dynamic of the draft. These scouts start looking at these players, gosh, a year ago. And now's the time when, you know, OU's pro day is today. So coaches are probably going out and looking. How is it going to work with the dynamic of, of Will McClay and, and maybe, you know, Mike Nolan going at it instead of Rod Marinelli? I mean, you know, we talked about Marinelli getting Taco and Tristan Hill, guys that he really wanted. But how <laughs> can we just discuss it all? I'm not being mean. I'm just—it's the history and the, the truth. The only two defensive linemen that he got. Yeah. I heard those were guys about, that he fell in love he with. He liked Malik Collins. I like Malik. Collins. Oh, I'm just saying. I—I I, I don't think. Okay, I don't think. Will Reed, Malik be back? Probably not. If yeah. I had to guess. This is what I hope doesn't happen. Is—is is, there was an argument? Not an argument. But it was just the difference of opinion in the draft of uh, last year for Juan Thornhill, the safety. Chris Richard said this. Rod Marinelli said this. Next thing you know, they take, take Tristan Hill. What I hope is that there's more uh, scouts talk there. Yeah, they're the ones that are that are yep. evaluating these. It's cool to have a preference, and maybe maybe that's what happened. Maybe they were split down the middle, and they said, "Hey, let's just go to the guys that are coaching them." I'm not sure, but I just think that the the scouts. Um, you know, need to have a little bit more, especially if what McCarthy's saying is true. I just want good football players. Then the scouts are the ones that say, this guy's a great football player. We have a need for him. Let's put him in. For my money, it's the most interesting storyline with the Cowboys because we got, this year at least, because we got so used to the way things were. And, and we've talked about this. And I'll take whether the quarterback is going to be here or not. Okay, well, he no, but that's it's not a story. He will yeah, be here. He will be here. Um Jason Garrett, True. which I thought was cool. Jason Garrett wanted his staff to be involved in the draft process, and like he would, you know, guys would go out, work people out, develop their own opinions about these guys, be very involved. And yes, we can harp on Taco and Tristan, and and it it was very frustrating because you know if you follow the draft show or if you follow the draft every year, right around not quite now, but in about two three weeks when the thirty visits start happening, and really there's nothing left but the draft. You could just sense this narrative change like that. You know, that's when Tristan Hill goes from like, oh, yeah, like that's he's a pretty good player that you might draft in the fourth round to being like, oh, they're gunning for this guy with their first pick like that. And it happened every year and sometimes for better and sometimes for worse Uh, to that point. Scott Linehan fell in love with Dak Prescott when he went out to Starkville to work him out after the combine. So it worked in good ways and bad ways. But I'm curious about how Michael McCarthy approaches it. How how much does he involve his coaching staff? How loud of a voice do they have? Because he did say, you know, he just wants the best football players regardless. But he also said he expects he'll be more involved in the draft and free agency than he ever was in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Garrett. What and, does that mean? I just I I thought Garrett and his staff were too meddlesome at times. Like the, the scouts literally spend their lives mm-hmm. develop like figuring out who's good. And it seems counterintuitive to have a bunch of football coaches who have been working with 
a completely different set of players for 11 months jump in, watch three weeks worth of tape, go to a couple workouts and say, this is the guy. Uh, we love him. It's counterintuitive. And and that doesn't mean coaches can't have a voice, but I hope Will and his guys really lead the charge on developing uh, or finding talent under Mike McCarthy. But it's fascinating because we don't know yet. We don't know what that's going to look like. But yeah. hopefully we will start to find that out in the next few weeks. And on one hand, I'm like, well, you know, maybe the coaches do need to be a little bit more involved because the scouts don't have a great idea of the type of guy that they're looking for. But then again, then you go back to, well, if he said all along, I just give me the best player and we will make our scheme fit into that. And, you know, if that truly is the case, then this shouldn't be that that hard. Get in there in, the, in third, fourth, fifth rounds and say, yeah, you know, and, and he, let's be fair. This is what they did last year too. It's not like they didn't do this last year. They were in the third round. They didn't need a guard. They'd already taken Connor Williams, but this guy was still sitting there from the second round to the third. And they said, "Wait a second, now Connor McGovern is a guy we have rated here. We didn't go into this day thinking we were going to take a guard." So let's let's just remember this that they do they do that before, and they and I think they'll continue to do that. They've done it. Just it seems like. When it's close, they've deferred toward need, which compromises your board. Like, I think I, – I don't know this, but I just think, like, Juan Thornhill was a better, pure prospect than Tristan Hill. See, I don't have a problem with that, though. Not, not the Thornhill. That, I don't have a problem with when it's close – I go. I lean towards the need. I've always thought best available player is is inaccurate, and I don't think it. I think it's best available need. I've always said best available need is more important. What if it's not close? Well, and I mean, you still do it. I mean, if it's not close, then 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 I then I would go with the higher ranked player. But but don't throw a quarterback out there who's not going to play. I mean, it's got to be a guy that's going to help me. I don't want a quarterback that that was supposed to be in the top five. That's that falls to 17. What about a defensive tackle that doesn't help you? Well, I mean, he he didn't help you because he can't play. That's I mean, that's my point. That's, that's I, why he's not ready to play. He wasn't mature enough to play. wasn't doing all the things he needed to do. He wasn't ready yet. And he might turn into a good player. But what I'm saying is, is that you know there's not a package that has two quarterbacks out there unless you're going to do what the Saints are doing. But it's not worth a first-round pick. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, don't tell me best available. If, if they have Justin Herbert rated as the number four player and he's sitting there at 17, I don't think you take him. And, and neither do you, right? No, not. but that's an extreme example. Okay. And it's just, you know. Yeah. It, and your, Tristan Hill's career is not over. He could still be a great player. But let's talk about Juan it. Thornhill was awesome for the Chiefs before he got hurt. Who's the sixth best quarterback in the draft? Not to put you on the spot. Just give me a guy that's, mm. that could be a second-round quarterback. Um, is there one? Jacob Eason out of Washington. Okay. I, he might even go first Perfect, because he's got so much talent. Perfect. What if he's sitting in the second round? Uh, you got Dak signed, second round. No. I'm not doing it. And I, I, I'm using his availability to try to get somebody to trade up for him. That's yeah. what I would do. Yeah. And Jerry's definitely done that. Uh, but best available player, best available need. I mean, the, the good thing is is that you need everything. Everything. Yeah. No, it's it's true. It's you don't just, probably need a running back, but that's that's about it. That is the one position that I can't make a case for the Cowboys drafting. Maybe guard. The receiver could happen in the first round. Mm-hmm. Tight end could happen if there was one there. I don't There's think there not. will. But they definitely would want one yeah. to be there. Um, offensive tackle. Doable. Doable. Yeah, because of those injuries. I mean, just because they're getting up there. Guard. 
No, no I don't think guard. Guard and running back are like the two. Guard. Center. Guard. Uh, well, I, interior lineman. I think of it all the same. Guard, center, whatever. What would Cowboys fans do if they drafted a, a guard or center in the first round? Riot. I would riot. I would riot too. <laughs> I would be very upset. Would you guys riot with and, me? I mean, unless unless something unforeseen is going on with Travis or somebody else. Mm. I, I don't say that to speculate. I'm just saying there better be a damn good reason why you're drafting a guard in the first round. So, yeah, I would be upset. <laughs> but anything on that defensive side? Anything. Anything. Linebacker? No. that's that. See, there's some debate about that. There's some good ones? I, right. Yeah. Hell yeah. How do we feel about, about Leighton at this point? That's which... It's weird. Like, there's conflicting information out there. TV star. I saw a commercial with him in there. The, yeah, he did a commercial in Idaho. Oh, uh, yes, yes, he did. Buckle up. The Cowboys camp. And I've heard, and, and Leighton himself, obviously the player's going to bet on himself, but like, it sounds like there's no concern whatsoever on the Cowboys slash Leighton side of things that he'll be ready for training camp. But then, you know, rumors persist from one source or another that they don't feel great about him and. Maybe you want to draft a linebacker early to help bolster yourself there. First round would be way too high for me. Yeah, I just I need more evidence that he can't stay healthy before I'm willing to do that. Like, but I, I would definitely be ready for the second round if if there was a good value then. Second, second or third round. round again. I mean that right there puts what we're talking about to the test. If if there's a linebacker there that's just so much better than what you need next, I would hope they pull the trigger. Yeah. What would that do? Where do we think Jalen's going this next year? You know, I think that one of the top priorities that Mike Nolan has as his defensive coordinator is to figure out where to play Jalen Smith. I mean, if, if what you're saying is is true about we're going to put the scheme around what we've got, then they've got to figure out a best way to put him out there um, where he's not covering a, a lot of you know receivers or, or tight ends or anything. And you don't put him in coverage a lot. And he needs to go north. He needs to go forward, get after the quarterback, and and maybe a little bit more of a, of a rusher. But you know, I, I think that you know everyone can can make their jokes on the swiping and the the, the <laughs> tweets and all that because because he, he doesn't. But he is a good football player. They got to figure out ways that they can utilize him. Yeah, I actually I wrote about Jalen yesterday for our you know we're previewing just kind of recapping the season that everybody had and it's I mean it, it's Jalen Smith is is a weird case. Was that a tough one to write? Yeah, it was really tough to I write thought because Connor Williams was tough. He is he's a Pro Bowler who had a bad season and is arguably like if you were going to rank like the players who draw the ire of the media and the fans the most, he's probably it right now. Yeah. I mean, Dak is always going to be a lightning rod because he's a quarterback, but like nobody's happy with what Jalen did except, except for maybe Jalen, like everybody. I mean, he went to the pro bowl and took a step back. I think everybody would agree with that, but at the same time, he's not even 25 yet. Uh, he's been a three-year starter for you. He's got 400 tackles in three seasons. Like he is an athletic and a talented football player. And uh, and you know, and like I mentioned earlier, like people are uh, you know maybe upset that he got his big contract. But again, just like Leighton, I think it's way too early to close the book on him being a much better player. And Mike Nolan's been coaching defense in the NFL for a long time. I'm optimistic that he can bring the most out of him for sure. Yeah. I love the energy of this coaching staff. I mean, we we barely really see them all together. It's mostly at lunch, but 
everybody is so energized and I've kind of explained to people it's like um, freshmen in college because they're all new. They're all kind of around each other for the first time and they're kind of, mm-hmm. you know, open to making friends and meeting people and talking in line. And it's just it's a very good energy around here. I just I, I don't know if it's going to translate. Like, I don't know how good the Cowboys will be in sure. 20. Like, we don't even know who's on the team. Right. But you can already feel that the change of message and personnel has been a breath of fresh air. Like, it just feels different. You know, we're talking the Cowboys are going to play in the Hall of Fame game. We don't know how they're going to handle that in the sense of like what the schedule is going to look like and how Mike wants to practice. And it's new and exciting because if Jason Garrett was still here, we'd be like, okay, well, you know, exactly. we can lay yeah. this thing out from July until December. Like we know exactly how it'll go. So couple that with the fact that half the roster is going to be new or, you know, a third of the roster is going to be brand new. I just think. You know, I, I think there's high potential for for good energy on this team. I will say this: two two op, uh, two contracts that they did pick up this week were very, you know, Jason Garrett, like Adam Redman like, and Jamez. I would thought both of those guys. I, I was just kind of surprised. I would, you know, they would they seem like you know guys that would fit that last scheme and the last offense and all that. And they were around and brought them back and all that. I was just kind of surprised that they did that. But I've been hurt before, but the fact that a brand new coaching staff like they had to pick up an option to bring Jamez Olawali back. Like so they could have they could have been like no, this isn't our guy. The fact that a brand new coaching staff brought him back has me so excited because Kellen Moore I believe this in my heart. Like, Kellen Moore wanted to use him more last year. Like, he was so involved in OTAs and minicamp and training camp. He's doing all this wild stuff. And I swear to God, go back and watch the season opener against the Giants. He was doing wild stuff there, too. Like, he was out on the field. He was running wheel routes. He was a functioning part of the offense. And I just think Jason Garrett was like, this is too fun. Rein it in. Get this out of here. Go back to what we like. And Zero catches last year. Kellen Moore... I just I believe that Kellen wants Jamez to thrive, and like I said, I've been hurt before, but I'm excited that maybe this is the year. Please don't don't break my heart Please again. Please don't break my heart. No, I think the fact what you just said though proves that there's something there. That's it. Mike McCarthy loves using fullbacks. Green Bay was famous for it. You know, John Kuhn, and they had a couple other ones when he was there whose names don't come to mind. And if they didn't want him here, they they just would have not picked up his option, and they could have gotten somebody else. But the, yep. those are a little different type of fullbacks. So they are. I wonder if there is. They a, absolutely are. Some role there that's going to be different for him, or just a different guy. Find my guy something to do. He's an athletic. <laughs> find my guy something. He to is do. an athletic football player. He's one. I think he has the fourth or fifth fastest forty on the team. Seriously. He scored an 80-yard touchdown when he was in 30 This is one of those things, like I said with Byron earlier, if you see crazy stuff happen with him with a new staff, you're going to be like rubbing your temples. Yeah. Like where or your eyebrows in my case. True. This Dave will be all over the eyebrows in the press box. Just um, get th- my guy something to do. And, and he'll be a core special team or two, sure. which that – and John Fossil, that's big for him. Yeah. So I, I, was, I was happy when I saw that they picked that option up. Was everyone else on Twitter? Was oh no, me? no. Anything. I mean, that's, that's what sucks about it. It's like, it's like, do we just not write about it, or do you just say, "I'm sorry"? I mean, I'm sorry. Your boy took it a step further and said the Cowboys made their first free agency signing it was too, with it was Adam Redmond. Too. It was too funny it not was to do. Too funny not to do it. 
It's fine. It's free agency's not even open yet, so that doesn't even that like people the craze were, hasn't started. People were coming at us on Twitter because they were like, "Oh, looks like your Anthony Brown prediction's wrong." And I'm like, "No, that's totally different. Like, free agency hasn't even opened. It's not the same." Yeah. This has been fun, guys. Is it over already? It's Game been off. real. Damn. It's been fun. You don't want to do the full hour? Take it over, David. Oh, no, I thought, we, I thought we were going all the way to, to noon. Are we not? We can. I mean, your what girl's else? hungry, but let's do it. <laughs> I'm just, I, mean, I get, we touched on it, but I mean, I'm intrigued to see, I'm going to fight through this. I'm, intri- I'm, you know, I think a big, Jimmy Johnson's going into the Hall of Fame, but I think a big part of the reason the Cowboys are going to Canton is Mike McCarthy wants that extra time in Oxnard. Yeah. Like that's two extra weeks of practice. And he is, I feel like every time he talks, he talks about how concerned he is with like making sure they can hit the ground running. Where I'm like, I'm like, man, the, the offense is. You, you said the offense isn't going to change that much, but it sounds like he's concerned about. Right. You know, like, so I don't know how much I buy that if you're that worried about it. But it's two extra weeks for for them to get everything together. So that I mean, I think that's exciting that they'll have a little bit more time to to gel. I think he probably went out there and said, "All right, we'll see. Yeah, we'll go out for a couple of weeks and steps off the plane like everyone does and says." This is oh. unreal. Oh, I like it. Is it like this in, in July? Yeah, just like this. Well, maybe not just like this. A little bit warmer. But for the most part, it's pretty nice. Yeah, we can do we can do yeah. three weeks here. Oh, yeah. Three weeks here? Okay. Grass fields? You said he's sunny. visiting. I yeah, he, he, did. he I think he already went to yeah. just kind of get the lay of the land. And that's, again, it's exciting for me that, you know, the head coach doesn't know what the facility in Oxnard looks like, whereas Jason Garrett freaking could walk around that place blindfolded by now. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? So what will be different about training camp? There will be a lot if the CBA is yeah. different. Fewer padded practices, which again, so you probably want the extra two weeks because two weeks under the new CBA is probably only like five padded practices or something crazy like that. Fewer pa- padded practices. Yeah, I think it would mm-hmm. drop from like 26 to 18, I think. More days off. Yeah, but everybody, that just means that's when Dak will sign. You know, he'll find Oh wait, Yeah. No. He can't do that this year. Can't sign. They have to either get it done by July or not at all. So that's fun. Mm. Where where will you be vacationing yeah. in July when this goes down? Hopefully I'll be on a beach and I can just text Nick and Rob and say, Have fun. Thank you. <laughs> is that when we think this can happen? I don't know. Very end. I have no idea. And a new deal? Mm-hmm. I mean they got no. tank they got tank done on April eighth, but tank also had no. the no, no, you're right. You're he right. had the shoulder the holding over he had, your head. He had the leverage of needing to have a surgery. No, it'll 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 happen sooner than you think because I don't think Dak's going to show up. That that is true. Dak does have the leverage uh-huh. of saying I don't have to come, and I think that matters a lot. And then to Mike what McCarthy. you just said about this new offense that yeah. is going to be different. It's like we need you here, buddy. Right? I can't. Who's the backup? April sixth. I can't imagine. Yeah, I just Cooper Rush is not running this thing. I don't know if he'll be back. I don't know. I, there was some smoke coming out of Indy that they want to pick up his tender. Him and Blake Jarwin both, but they haven't done it yet. So that's something to watch. Um, that's original draft tender, which he wasn't drafted. We're not, you're not right. doing a second-round tender on him, are you? I don't know. You might have to. I think they want to put a second-round tender on Blake, which makes sense. Fine with that, because he's actually played football in the NFL. Actually, Cooper Rush has gotten into a surprising amount of games. 
just he has. Yeah, I mean, plus two games. He's he's been in like two or three, maybe four, just because like the Cowboys were beating whoever's butt so bad. How many passes has he? Oh, thrown? like one. One. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just talking about handing one, off. But I think it's one pass for it's, like five. Yards. It's very rare to see a backup quarterback come in when it's not because of injury. Yeah. And Cooper Rush has done it a handful of times because the Cowboys have blown people out. That's yeah. all I'm saying. A lot of offseason questions about potentially picking up a different quarterback as well for your backup. Yeah, that's I mean I I brought that up. Brett uh Brett Hundley. I don't even I don't know if Mike McCarthy likes him anymore, but he drafted him. That's I'm that's curious cuz I was sitting here thinking McCarthy will want his own guy and then we went to Indy and the talk was kind of that they want to pick up the the What round was did he draft Hundley? Second round? Uh, second or third, I think. Right. I get I get Hundley and Deshaun Kaiser mixed up. You know, that's interesting when you think about it. Not you know, we were just talking about best player and all that stuff I talked about. I threw the quarterback stuff out there. Fifth I mean, round. For Brett Hundley? Okay. You should always you should draft quarterbacks okay, as often fine. as possible. I was thinking he was a second rounder and I was like, wait a second. I think Aaron you're thinking Rogers. I think you're thinking of Deshaun Kaiser who eventually wound up in Green Bay. Okay. He was a second or third round pick. Because I'm I'm like, is this guy drafting Second round quarterbacks with Aaron Rodgers sitting there, like you should draft a quarterback as often as possible, just because you never know when you're going to find a Dak or a Brady or a. I can think of other examples that aren't quite as famous, but Romo. I mean, just you know, what use the the pick that you just got for Cole Beasley? If you I wanna... watched Tony Romo's football life last night, how was that? It was good. It was the second time I'd seen it. It's interesting. It's good. A lot going on on that front too. Peyton Manning. Switching it up. I just my man, my man Tone is making one million less per year to talk about football than he was making to play quarterback. So he's so good at it. Please, all of you who want him to be the OC of the Cowboys, nah. please just, stop. Yeah, that's not. First of all, you know, NFL OCs make like what two million a year. So you're taking like an eighty percent pay cut for be, a way more stressful job where nobody likes you. And he wouldn't be that. He, he's always said he would be a defensive coordinator. True. Romo would be a defensive coordinator. But not not happening. And not like... What's Tony, the golf game like for defensive coordinators? Not good. No. Tony Romo was also like the most hated man in the league because when you're the quarterback of the Cowboys, you always are. And now like everybody loves him. Yeah. So like he's just literally got Loves. He can everything. do no wrong in the booth. Aikman? What about him? He loves Romo? Does Aikman love Romo? Yeah, I, Aikman probably doesn't care. He's yeah, like Aikman's so established and yeah, just he's like whatever. I'm gonna do my thing. Maybe we should have stopped when you wanted no, to. No, <laughs> I didn't. No, we're free flowing right now. We're just riffing. We are. Uh, that's good. But it All is, right, it's noon now. Time for lunch. Forty-five seconds to go. By this time next week, next Wednesday. Mm, that's gonna be a with tough you show. guys with Derek. It's gonna be a crazy when show. The, oh, that's Hold the on. day free agency opens, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yay. We should push that back a little bit. It'll Afternoon be fun. show. We should. Uh, one of the two contracts will be done. Probably Cooper. Cooper. I think. Yeah, I think Amari Cooper will be locked up by the time we come back. I hope that doesn't. Cowboy for I hope, life. I hope that ages well. We'll visit it next Wednesday. I think they signed Cooper 
They signed Randall Cobb. They signed uh, Robert Quinn and LP Lattisar. Those are my guys. All before we come back? No. Oh, okay. No, I just think those are the first. And Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown, LP, um, Robert Quinn, Amari Cooper, and Randall Cobb are the first, are five that I think will be signed. The most I, significant five. I think that's very true. I just don't know if all that will happen by the next time we do the break. No, no, no probably not. If it yeah. does, your show's taken care of. Derek will be back next week. We're headed to lunch. Thanks for tuning in to The Break. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!